All right, we are back with your favorite podcast show of the week. This is Location Weekly, and it's episode number 464. We're recording live on May the 12th. Uh, Rihanna, how are you? I am hanging in there. I'm pretty good, you know, coming off of Mother's Day, felt celebrated, so uh, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh you know, things are starting to ease up a little bit on the COVID uh, restrictions. We're still, like, stores aren't really open yet, or restaurants or anything, but, you know, they've allowed everything here that has a, um, a door that faces the street um, to allow for curbside pickup. So every store who, who qualifies for that can do that now. So that's a step in the right direction. Um, yeah, we're still waiting to hear about schools, whether those are going to reopen or not. Who knows? Yeah. You know, so far things are looking a little bit better. Yeah. They're slowly starting to open up stuff here in Georgia and it's just weird. Like I, you just don't know what to feel about it. And then you don't even know like how, I don't know. It's a lot of measured like precaution and um, you know, I think that people will, I think most people that I know will maybe go out like, to eat maybe here or there they're doing like social distancing sitting at restaurants and stuff but um i still think like the overall sentiment is just being very cautious but i'm sure that's different in different places too i would assume that the more rural it is the the more relaxed people are going to be and the more comfortable they'll be going out but yeah have they opened up like public transit and all that yet I don't think so. I mean, Atlanta doesn't really have a whole lot of public transit, so I'm not sure that they ever even shut it down. Mm. Um, but yeah, actually, I think that they did shut it down because I haven't seen any buses, not that I go that many places. Um, so I don't know. That's a great question. It's not really something that we think about here because it's not like the MARTA goes basically to the airport and maybe Georgia Tech, that's about it. <laughs> yeah. There's not a whole lot of places that you can ride that thing. So um yeah i don't know it's a great question though okay cool all right well we've got uh, a good show for you this week we have three uh industry news stories uh to cover off and a guest as well uh in our members at home series so i'll let abriana start us off all right so we're starting it off with bananas this is kind of a funny story to me better than pizza yeah i'm going well at least it's like a healthier option now finally Do you guys eat bananas in your house? Yep. We okay. do. Eat, like my kids love bananas and I make a lot of like protein chicks with them. Like, Go I through a them. lot of bananas. Like and banana yeah. bread. We make a lot of banana but bread. But did you Oh yeah, I love banana bread. I, I try not to make too much of it though. But um did you know that like most I think it's fifty eight percent of shoppers ages eighteen to thirty nine um who bought bananas the prior year like we're more likely to buy them what well, hang on they tend to be more popular among older consumers and now people who bought them before are even more likely to buy them i guess like the pandemic has boosted their consumption of bananas but apparently bananas are, are more popular amongst the older generations which i find very interesting hmm. um and i guess at the same time spotify has seen a decrease in audio streaming I guess people aren't, you know, people aren't in the car as often. They're not going to the gym. So they're streaming a lot less music. So they said 12% decrease globally and 16% decrease in the States. 
So these two have teamed up. Well, I mean, Spotify is obviously a customer of, of uh, I mean, uh, Chiquita is obviously a customer of Spotify, but they're doing this really cool thing um, called the Golden Banana. And so the Chiquita Bananas have these stickers on them and you can actually like scan, um, you know, the, the codes to say like, they can get unlocked games and playlists, um, all these different playlists that they're having. So each banana does something different and they did like a new jingle, like a remix of their old jingle, the old Spotify jingle, which I have no idea what that is. Do you know what that is? No, but I'll look it up while you're talking. Okay, <laughs> see if you can find it. Is it a Spotify jingle or a Chiquita jingle? Chiquita jingle is a 1950s jingle. Okay. Um, and so they have like the, um, five different playlists, different themes like feel happy, smile workout, uh, classics, tropical vibes. That makes sense with the banana theme, right? Um, and then fans can win like branded prizes, um, like loudspeakers and subscriptions to Spotify premium. So I guess this is like a good way for obviously Spotify to maybe drive more traffic to people who buy bananas and maybe to an older demographic as well and um it's an opportunity for chiquita just to let people have some fun and unlock things and um drive more traffic back to spotify so it's cute i mean it's not anything like mind-blowing or or wow but yeah. i like it it's yeah, not like math it. for burgers yeah I, I think it's kind of fun i i found the original jingle so let's see if we can get this to go yeah now i remember it was like the the drawing of the woman with the banana skirt on and she would kind of dance right right right, right. yes so there you go so that is the uh that's the original jingle and then there was a newer one done in let's see here yeah, they were remixing it. All right, there you go. Anyways. Uh, I mean, couldn't they have gotten like Cardi B or something to do that? I mean, that would have been... Maybe, yeah. A little bit more um, spicy and fun. <laughs> yeah, so so I like this. I mean, obviously, you know, sort of, uh, you know, as they said, like, you know, sort of people aren't using Spotify as much right now. But... What I like about this is the is the sort of physical digital mashup, right? Yeah, people are going to grocery stores. It's an essential service. They're buying more bananas right now. So why not, you know, use that as a sort of, you know, entry point, you know, to sort of engage people with your service. I mean, Amazon is, you know, um, you know, going crazy right now on in terms of, you know, uh, orders and whatnot. Netflix is on the rise. You know, so I think I think if you're Spotify, you need to find ways to sort of engage. And I think this sort of you know getting people with you know physical items that can dr then drive traffic to your subscription service makes sense. So I like it; it's fun. Yeah. I don't know if we have these. I have to go see now. Well, actually, I have to go to the grocery store this afternoon. So I'll see if we have Chiquita bananas uh, in Canada with these things on. I don't know. Yeah, we just got some bananas, so I'm going to check them out and see if they have the special stickers on them. There you go. Uh, all right. All right. Um, so I'll jump over now to our uh, members at home special guest uh, for this week. 
And uh, his name is Tanner Gatlin. He is a senior live content creator for the NFL media uh, group. So he's basically producing content, video and social content for uh, the National Football League. Um, he happens to, uh, his primary uh, gig is working for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, obviously the current Super Bowl champion. So it was uh, quite a year for him and his crew. Um, but an interesting one right now in this current time where you can't really do anything in terms of creating yeah. content with athletes or those kinds of things in the same way, you know, interviews and such. So uh, it's been a new experience for him. Um, had a good chat with him this week. And so here he is, Tanner Gatlin, Senior Live Content Creator for NFL Media. All right. I am very excited this week because we have a great guest with us. His name is Tanner Gatlin. Uh, just had a birthday and uh, he is a senior live content creator for NFL Media, the National Football League. So Tanner, how are you? Welcome. I'm good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, it's, it's, it's exciting to do this, but uh, it's in different terms. Um, but yeah, it's uh, exciting to do this podcast with you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's good to see you again. Normally, we see you at like live events, you know, conferences that we put on. But uh, you know, this is this is a different way to do it. Um, what's it been like for you? I mean, obviously, working in the NFL media, uh, you know, uh, division and stuff. You know, you're there. You're on the field. You're creating content. You know, on the sidelines, all of that. What what's what's it been like working from home? First of all. For you is that a whole new experience uh, you know yeah an adjustment yeah it has been yeah it has been um so seeing how i'm in kansas city and i work mostly alongside the chiefs but do work with some other um, teams as well but seeing that they had just come off the super bowl win um this past season and we had many planned productions many planned events um, celebrating that. Um, we did have the parade here in Kansas City, but shortly after, a few months later, um, things kind of went at a standstill with marketing, with events with the players, with uh, press releases. Um, and so a lot of halting events that I was planning to shoot or create content for or um, help do with sponsorships um, got canceled because of the coronavirus and that impacting the marketing and all the push for celebrating this new um, it had been 50 years since the Chiefs had won. So put all that on a halt. And um, I mean, all sports have been put um, to a halt, which has been quite crazy. Um, and I'd seen a lot of creators and a lot of my colleagues um, reaching out saying, I mean, what, what do we do now? And there's been a funny meme going around of a sports, um, sports photographer taking a picture of his TV of an old sports game. Me saying how he is missing it, so it's it's definitely a new time of sports and seeing how they're going to revamp sports back up once these restrictions release. Yeah, I think uh, it, it, very interesting. First of all, uh, and congrats again on the uh, on the win. Uh, do you get a ring or what, what happens there? Uh, I don't get a wing or a ring, unfortunately, because um, I work for the league. And I don't work for the Chiefs. Um, so if I did work for the Chiefs. Then I would get a ring, but unfortunately, um, I don't. All right, all right. Well, you you got to be there anyway, so that's 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 good. Um, yeah. so the um, you know, as a fan, I would say it, it's a very interesting time. You know, like there's there's really you know every league shut down. You know, I, I find myself you know watching reruns of you know 
up here at the Toronto Blue Jays World Series games or, or the, the bat flip game with Batista, you know, back a, a couple of years ago. Uh, and, uh, you know, or, you know, even the Raptors, you know, uh, victory, you know, replayed over and over again because technically we're still the champions because there's no season right now. So I don't know what's going to happen with that. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's really interesting because there's just no no new content. What, what's your view of um, you know just opinion? I know I know you can't say anything official, but um, you know UFC coming back the way that they did. Yeah, it was interesting to see that. Um, I read a few articles about that, um, and they had said they did um, some strenuous preparations for that of cleaning and hand sanitizing. Um, it's interesting. Um, I mean, there were no fans in the in the stands, um, just a few press people, but um, there had been talks with the NFL about how we would come back and how, how would we bring that bring back that experience. And if, if we were allowed in, in the restrictions to bring fans in or what that would look like. Um, and so they just released a schedule, the NFL schedule, a couple weeks ago. Um, and they released it early. Um, but it's it's interesting to see what 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 is it going to look like there's been talks about um doing um the dolphins president talked about doing just 15,000 fans and separating fit people 6 feet apart and then having people leave the stadium um row by row um and where it's not a mass crowd leaving mm -hmm. so there's definitely been talks of figuring out how to adapt to this new restrictions um but it also varies state by state on what restrictions um, because each law is kind of different. So it, it'll be interesting to see. I think there will be very limited media access and very limited um, interaction with the players. You won't see reporters most likely really close to the players. Um, I, I doubt there will probably be any interviews. So it'll, it'll be interesting to see how there's adaptive with the media, but also with the fans and how they'll be allowing fans to come into the stadiums or just being viewing on TV. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. And I mean, and at this point, I don't think anybody really knows, right? Like it's, you know, it's all sort of, you know, wishful thinking and, and plans and hopes for the best. Uh, but um, for you working at home in, in this new capacity, is there, has there been any new tools? I've been asking people like, you know, what new kind of technology tools for staying in contact or getting work done are you using that you weren't using before? Yeah. Um, so with the NFL, we use a uh, Slack to communicate. Um, it seems very fit, fast and efficient, um, uh, very, very well-known platform. Um, and then we use um, Zoom as well to uh, create, uh, do conference calls, kind of catch up on what's going on. Um, so we don't, they really haven't adapted to any new technologies. Um, things I've kind of seen is you can use Alexa. Um, the home devices that you see um, as a, using it for a conference call, which I thought was um, innovative. And they've partnered with Cisco, WebEx, Zoom, and Skype. So I thought that was kind of neat. Um, but yeah, the NFL, we just, you mostly use Slack, email, um, and uh, Zoom. Very cool. Hey, Alexa sounds interesting. That's the first I've, I've heard uh, somebody doing that, uh, you know, at a corporate level. So that's, yeah, very interesting. Um, so let's assume season comes back. Uh, in some form or fashion, uh, you know, I think a lot of leagues are saying, you know, with empty stadiums, no fans there. Um, you know, how do you see that playing out in terms of your role? I mean, you said probably no interviews, but 
know, in terms of creating content uh, and getting that content out to fans, how do you see that potentially happening? Yeah, um, I had a friend, he, um, and his, he was one of the, one of, out of, um, one of, there we go, uh, one out of the 20 photographers that were there um, at the UFC fight that happened a few days ago. Um, and he, uh, his, his images went uh, to many outlets and the, to the wire. Um, and so seeing how there's only select media there, um, the media you do create or capture, it's going to be very dispersed out. Um, and a lot of people will use it because there's very limited media, media rather than there's usually, I mean, hundreds of hundreds of media people there. So it'll be unique to see that there'll be very limited, limited pictures and videos and content to use, uh, because there'll be very limited media be able to be out there. Um, so so with that what what would that look like um the uh it was interesting the nfl draft was broadcasted across nfl network espn abt and all of the digital channels um so to see something go out that big and that mass scale across multiple networks was interesting um you usually don't see that usually signs as one deal um so it's to people companies are adapting to sponsorships and losing sponsorships and how to gain more attention um, so it'll be interesting to see how that works. Coverage. Um, and so how that, how that will change the local network because they're, they're going to want the bigger networks. Yeah, no, I, I think, I think sort of, you know, content uh, distribution is, is, is an interesting thing. As you said, like, I think there's, um, there's so much hunger pent up, demand right now for from the sports fan in general across all all leagues and all sports with just no no live you know content happening so you know i think i think whatever little bit comes out you know is is going to get uh, you know sucked up and, and i think I, I read an article uh, on the weekend about the ufc thing saying the fan base that sort of sort of consume that content is is not their normal fan base uh, that they would normally have for UFC. Um, so all of a sudden, in, in a way, you're drawing potentially new fans to a sport that maybe they weren't interested in because it's the only thing on, uh, you know, and, and, and so I, I think it's interesting times to sort of see what that impact will be. Um, you mentioned something to me um, before uh, we started this uh, interview about, uh, uh, you know, in, in Germany, I believe it was, you know, it's something that they're looking to try in the stands there maybe tell us a little bit about that yeah um i read an article about how um, marketing ideas and experiences that fans can experience other than i mean they've been refunded their tickets um, here in america with the sports so how can they provide the fans another experience so one way that a german soccer club did was they allowed fans to pay twenty dollars to have an image of them placed on a cutout and then placed in the stands um, and they had 12,000 cutouts placed for order. So it's interesting to see how you're, you're there to experience it. Um, and they, they send you a picture of the cutout and where it's placed. Um, so you kind of have, but how, um, but I'm maybe not in the stands, but I contributed and I showed my support. So I think it's an interesting way for 
a new new um, experience and a new idea of how we can introduce the fans to still be maybe not in the stadium fully, but putting a part of their um, appreciation in there. Yeah, I, I think it's I think it's a great idea. I think it's um, you know I, I, I as I said to you earlier, like I hope that for seasons ticket holders and things like that, they find ways to still have them have their you know be in their seat virtually or or you know in cutout form or whatever. I wonder though, like for the for the athletes that are on the field playing the sport, um, I wonder like are they looking to create recreate the sort of the noise of the stadium with everybody in there yelling and screaming and all those kinds of things as well. Cause that's gotta be some, a big part of what drives them, right? Like to, to perform. Yeah. Um, it's so the chief stadium, it's one of the oddest stadiums in the world, um, a set of Guinness world record. Um, and so when teams would prepare to come to the chief stadium, their practice facilities, they would have the sound of the, um, their their sound system and their practice facilities turned up really high so they can experience what it'd be like to play in the chief state. They would go practice their practice facility with really loud noise and fans cheering. Um, so they'd be prepared of the coaches aren't going to be able to yell to the players, Hey, play this, do this play. So they're prepared of doing hand signals or looking over at this time. Um, so they were prepared for that. So I, yeah, I wonder what that'll look like um, as the, if, if, we don't play without fans there's not going to be any audio in the stadium um and there won't be necessarily an announcer but there'll be a tv announcer um so it'll 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 be different um and it'll be it'll be it would be dead quiet so how would how would are the players going to play differently um but the, would there necessarily be a disadvantage and a home advantage um, if you didn't have fans in the stadiums so there's there's definitely things that look the the nfl is looking at um and the league is looking at and the teams are looking at see what that would be like yeah last question for you um so like thinking now from the location-based marketing association perspective um are you you know and, and I'll, let's go back to content for a second you know to, to finish this off like are you are you thinking about okay people can't you know let's say the games are going to resume but there'll be no fans there so people aren't coming into the stadiums how do we reach out to wherever the Chiefs fans are from a geo perspective, wherever they are, like, you know, at home, yeah, at bars that they maybe are restaurants that they can still hang out in potentially, you know, or wherever, like, how do we, you know, sort of take the, you know, take the, you know, the package to them in, in wherever place they're at, because they can't come to us. Right, right, yeah. Most certainly. Um, what one of the things would be, I mean, social media targeting um, and targeting that aspect um, and using, I think uh, one thing that we did um, during when, do, when in playoffs and in the Super Bowl, one thing we did was send content creators to bars. Um, and so I would, we would have bar people go to. So using that content that was at that bar, shooting it, and then sending it to the social media team of the Chiefs saying, hey, they cheered at this touchdown. Here's a video for you guys or a picture. Um, and they would post saying, thank you for um, uh, cheering um, at this bar. And so you'd get that at that specific bar. And then for the Super Bowl, we did that all across. That's awesome. Love it. Yeah, I know. Super, super cool. Um, 
Well, I, that's, that's all the time we've got uh, for, for this week. So I want to, uh, first of all, just, just thank uh, Tanner for, uh, for taking time out of his, uh, his busy schedule. Uh, and again, for our audience, we've been chatting with uh, Tanner Gatlin. He's a senior live content creator for the NFL media uh, group. And uh, yeah, just thanks, man. Stay uh, safe and healthy uh, where you are there. And uh, hopefully there's a season for you. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, have a hopefully things uh, shake up. But yeah, thank you for the time. I enjoyed it. All right. Take care. Thanks, Tanner. Really appreciate you coming on and uh, hope that, uh, you know, the uh, the season starts as planned and that uh, you can get back to uh, doing what you do really well and creating great content that we can all kind of uh, take advantage of. So there you go. All right. Um, so kind of sticking with um, creating great experiences and great brands, uh, moving over to Coors Light now uh, and beer. Uh, there's an interesting campaign that's happening called Could You Use a Beer? Uh, hash, in fact, hashtag Could You Use a Beer? Created by DDB Chicago. Uh, it's, there's a, uh, basically a commercial running voiced by Paul Giamatti. Um, and you can basically say, identify people uh, and, and create content on social media with this hashtag, flagging people that you know that could really use a beer. And so... What will happen is, is if you get selected, uh, then um, Coors Light will cover the cost of a six pack for someone you know, and uh, you know, so we get that delivered to them. And it was all started by uh, an ad that was inspired by a 93-year-old Olive Veronosi, uh, who's a Pittsburgh area resident. Uh, she drew headlines earlier this month uh, after holding up a photo uh, of her staring out her window basically using a dry erase board, like holding up this board saying, I need more beer while she was holding on to a bottle of Coors Light. And so they saw this and they're like, okay, this is, we can, we can create something around this. And uh, they did. So I think it, it's super fun and interesting. Uh, so basically uh, you, you jump on Twitter, tag friends who deserve a six pack um, and you tag Coors Light with the hashtag, could you use a beer? Um, and then you basically go out and buy the six pack and then, you know, get it to them. But then you, um, you can submit your receipt, uh, and get reimbursed by a PayPal, you know, from Coors Light uh, directly. So very cool, very interesting. Um, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's a neat way to kind of leverage content that's already been put out there that's gone viral. Uh, with this woman and, uh, you know, to kind of really sort of keep the brand front and center. What are your thoughts? I like it. I think it's so fun. Um, and I love that they use like a, an elderly woman <laughs> as their inspiration for this. I think it's so fun. Um, and I'm just thinking of all the ways that I'm going to uh, um, get myself a six pack, you know? Mm hmm Maybe I should just videotape my kids like busting in on our podcast 25 times. This there morning. you go. There you go. That's an idea. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, this is good. I like it. You know, it's fun. And I think that people need fun right now. Um, and honestly, like we, I had been watching um, a, a guy that I know that does, um, he's CEO of a company called Playbook Media. And he had put together, I don't know if it was him that put it together, but he had shared 
basically every commercial that you see out there right now is the same. And it's like, we're all in this together. We're all home, you know, like melodic music. That's kind of like tranquil in the background. Like everything is exactly the same. Um, and I just think that the winners right now are those that are coming out and not being insensitive, but just doing something different. So this to me is different and it's fun. It's not insensitive. And I think that like, to me, that's winning. It's, you know, standing out amongst the exact same thing that's going on. So yeah, yeah, no, very, very cool. I'm going to, let me see if I can make this work. I'm going to attempt to uh, pull up the image of this one. See if this is it. How's that? Can you see that? Yeah. There she is. <laughs> Olivera Nasi. Uh, 93 years old. Needs more beer. I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, all right. Um, very Final cool. story. Final story. What are you? It's more of an announcement, but you know, not too long ago we had talked about how um, it's a media and games invest or MGI group had acquired Verve, uh, you know, which we had heard wasn't doing very well. They hadn't been doing very much for a while. And so they, they acquired them, brought them in and thought like, Hey, we can use this and blend it with a lot of the other brands and, you know, divisions of, um, MGI group that we have. And what's interesting from this is now they have actually joined, um, Applift and pub native, uh, two of their other companies within the investment group and in the, within the invest group to create Verve group. So to me, that was an interesting play because I felt like maybe they, I, I don't know, I'm curious to their reasoning behind it, but I guess that maybe the Verve brand had more recognition or, you know, resonated better than the other two. But, you know, I had always heard very positive things about the work that Pub Native and Applelift were doing. So uh, just in case you're not familiar, Pub Native is a global mobile ad exchange and then Applelift is the mobile growth performance marketing um, expert. So obviously focused on, you know, growing app uh, download and, um, and uh, uh, monetization. So all of the companies are gonna be unified under the Verve Group brand. And it will still be led by, uh, you know, some of the, the same players that have been there. Uh, they mentioned a few of them that have had extensive, um, you know, 20 plus year industry experts that have been at several different companies. Um, and one thing that they did note that I thought was interesting is that even with the, the COVID-19 crisis, their revenues, obviously the, the entire industry, you know, anything in the advertising industry, the revenues have been under fire and just not doing very well but the Verve group is relatively well off because um, they're focused on performance marketing, brand performance, and then especially in the gaming and e-commerce. So obviously gaming has taken off. Actually, we just um, ran a study at Gather about how, you know, gaming, it's not really surprising, but like gaming app downloads have just crazy accelerated during this time. So I think with that, you know, with a focus in gaming, they obviously are going to be seeing continuous revenue there. Um, and because of their global footprint, they're probably a little less affected. So, um, yeah, I think that's, I think it's good. It makes sense that they sort of have like this trifecta going on of, of all of the different things that they're offering between, you know, app performance, um, ad exchange, and then verb with the location aspect. So, um, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot to add to this. I think it's it's a natural progression for them as, you know, these things were already part of, you know, earlier acquisitions, but putting them under one banner, you know, and, and I guess for me, like the only comment I have on it is, is that 
as we've talked about in, in recent weeks, you know, there's a lot of consolidation going on in the industry. You know, we talked about obviously Foursquare, you know, with, um, you know, placed and factual, we talked about uh, place IQ so acquisition and, and now you see sort of another big player in our, in our industry here, sort of bringing, you know, sort of these different uh, entities under one banner. Um, and, you know, maybe that sort of, sort of, you know, size and numbers and, um, you know, positioning that from a, a brand that, that has a big portfolio, um, you know, uh, all together might starts to make sense. Right. And I think it, you're going to, as we said earlier, I think you're going to see more and more of this kind of consolidation. I think we'll see more acquisitions over the course of the summer announced as, you know, some companies won't emerge from COVID, unfortunately. Um, you know, and I think that creates opportunity uh, for, for, for others as well. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's, uh, that's our show for this week. So three interesting stories there, some cool campaigns, uh, and a great guest uh, in Tanner Gatlin. Uh, we thank you for listening and watching every week. This has been episode 464 of uh, Location Weekly. Of course, if you have story ideas, if you have people we should be interviewing, uh, you know, to come on the show, please reach out to us. We're easily found on all the social channels. Uh, and that information's at the, at the end of the show anyways. Um, so yeah, uh, thanks everybody. Have a great week. Stay healthy and safe and all that. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Oh, 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 oh,